And we're here. The jerks are back in the jerk cave. Back and back. Rain City Jerks. Back. Not to be confused with Rain City Jacks. We're back. Don't call it a comeback. Don't come on my back. I mean, at least have the courtesy to wipe it away. No, like my back. My oh, lo- your back's pretty hairy. My lower back is pretty hairy. That would be a nightmare if somebody cummed in that. I'm only hairy on the front. Yeah. That's weird. I don't have as much back hair as you would think, seeing how hairy I am from the front. It's really just my butt and upper butt. It's like hairy. a hair tramp stamp. Kind of, yeah. That's it's kind of long, too. Like you get at least an inch or two long. I mean, I, I've definitely like made out with girls and you put your hand on their lower back and they got like that pelt yeah there that that's a common area to, yeah, grow, but there's to not, grow hair there's not long there's not long though is it oh yeah oh it was uh i don't know these wild and woolly i don't know these girls yeah, i'm not gonna call them out on stream but uh that's fine you know there was a reason why we didn't keep hanging out pelt i mean there are there are things that could you know outweigh Gnarly back hair, but they'd have to be pretty good. Right. Yeah. And they weren't. They weren't that good. Okay. Mm-hmm. You were just at a show tonight. We're, was it a show we're doing tonight. another late night recording. I was at the historic Hopvine in the historic Capitol Hill neighborhood of historic Seattle. Right. Uh, the headliner did not show up. Yikes. So we had to recruit uh, two half headliners okay. to fill the time. <clears throat> One Craig Stewart and one Levi Manis. One Craig Stewart and one Levi Manis equals one Nolan Culver. How long did Levi not talk for? Probably most of the set. Oh, okay. Like if you if you took all of the words that he spoke and all of the silence, the silence was probably a lot more. He loves that silence. He loves that silence. He does a lot with it. Does a lot with it. Makes it easy to write jokes. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it easy to fill time. Not calling anyone out. No. It's a, it's well, a stylistic well, choice. It's a stylistic choice, and he's the only one that can do it, at least around here. And, you know, he's really figured it out. I like his stuff. A stuttering comic, Jeremy McDonald. Former guest of the show. Former, right? former Jerks alumni. Yeah, he, was, yeah. he was. Didn't stutter that much. No. No. We gave him cocaine. Did we? No. I wish. <laughs> it's like, did we do coke and I forgot? What was in that coke? I don't know. It's been a long time since I've done coke. Yeah. Well, you're more of a ketamine guy, right? More of a ketamine guy. More of a ketamine guy. Uh, I he mean, likes to, he likes to see things, not just feel things. That's true. Um, we recording? Yeah, we're recording, but for some reason the thing is like flashing. I don't know what the flashing means. But it's only it's doing it intermittently, and I don't. I mean, it's doing it rhythmically or like consistently, but I don't know what it means. But the key, numbers keep going up, and everything looks good. So numbers keep going up. Podcast listeners love hearing about technical difficulty. Yeah, I don't That's know what's going on. Content we got a crave. new we got a new recorder. New recorder. Doing some weird stuff. Drop dropped a couple good casts. Yeah, the curse of Brad Duncan. Yeah, we're really naming local names here. Yeah, well, if you. If you're in deep in the Seattle comedy open mic and local showcase scene. And if you're not, why aren't you? Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, get on get on the Discord. There's a Seattle comedy Discord that's 
very empty. It's I'm not running it, but I'm I'm you're just there. Like a lurk. I'm lurking. I you're, can they see that you're there? Yeah. Okay. I left a, an emoji in there. Yeah. And a gif in there. Was it was it a genuine emoji or a sarcastic emoji? Both. Both, okay. Robbie Schroeder commented, and I left the abacus emoji, and two other people hit it. So There you go. Popular. You basically won that Discord. Yeah. For that day. Yeah, it's... Uh, the Seattle comedy scene, um, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> That's really all you can say about it. The Seattle comedy scene is there. It's there. <laughs> it's there. Some people are doing it. Uh... I went to a grad. I was I was on a showcase at the esteemed Laughs Comedy historic Club. Historic Laughs Comedy Club, right around the corner in from the historic Maine. U District. Yeah, Ugh. I went there for a show. Uh, lightly attended, not bad though. But it was a graduation show, and at least like eighty percent of the students did not show up for their graduation. So really money well spent. <laughs> well, they had two graduation shows in a row because they also had another graduation show on Thursday night. Okay. Which is curious to me. And but, you, and you were not there for that. No, I was not there, but one of the uh, students in the graduation class was like, I have this show and then I'm coming to four B's is oh. a space for me. And I was like, fine. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was that one graduation show. That was a Wednesday. And yeah, there's a handful of people there. They're there to see, mostly there to see this new fellow named Moses. Mm. Uh, did he part the seas? Twist Asian Moses. Asian Moses. Yeah. Well, there was that Chinese Christ. Wait, what? I think in like the 1800s, there was somebody in China who claimed that they were the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. And what happened to that guy? Uh, there was like a huge like cultural revolution about like, he got a lot of followers, but then the Chinese government killed them all. That sounds like China. It was one of those like, you'll look at the Wikipedia page for China and it'll just be some event. And it's like, oh, four million people died. Yeah. And they just have so many people to die and their catastrophes. They love it over there. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a romance of the three kingdoms. Uh, I think that's Japan. But he was recently divorced, and an Asian Moses. Asian Moses and, recently divorced, okay. Yeah, so he had an already said. There was a young woman uh, dressed as a pirate doing entirely pirate-based jokes. Okay. I don't remember any of them. Eyepatch? Uh, no, and that's my territory. Hookhand? No. Parrot? No. I mean, it was like a spirit Halloween pirate costume, minus the good stuff, really. Yeah. Like, no, like, no courage to wear an eye. If she wore an eye patch on stage, I would have confronted her about it after and be like, I know you're new and I know you don't know this, but that's my shtick. You pull the eye patch off her face and just, stomp on just it. Just pull it really far back and let it plonk back into her face. Plonk, blinding her instantly. Yeah. For our listeners that don't know, I do a bit with an eye patch and it kills. It fucking murders. Has to be used in the right situations, though. Uh, I haven't found one where it didn't. Okay. It, the surprise twist of it, it's mm. uh, really really gets people. The surprise twist that they're suddenly confronted by a man with an eye patch. Yes. That's the twist: is that you don't expect to see guys with eye patches. What really sells it, though, and what I I've start I've done it from the beginning, the inception of this joke, is 
you got to commit to the bit. Yeah. And that means you got to wear the eye patch and make sure everyone in the audience sees you wearing the eye patch long before you're set. And so they're like, this guy really needs to wear an eye patch. Really? Because he's wearing it right now. Got it. So they, it, it's insurance that they don't think it's just a bit. Right. Or they don't know what's going on. Right. And then I get on stage and then like seven minutes into my set, I reveal that I don't in fact need this eye patch. Do you address the eye patch at any point prior to that? No. No. And then they, yeah, they forget you have the eye patch. And then I take it off. And then and they, they remember le- that you're like, oh the my patch. God. And you've got like a super deformed like pit. <laughs> I have a maggot filled socket. The abyss just looks <laughs> back. Yeah, where there once was an kills. eye, there's now a swarming mass of maggots. Wow, the abyss is literally looking <laughs> back at me. You got to commit to the bit. Hilarious. Got to commit to being a pirate. Yeah. Uh, my parents took me to Disneyland. When I was, they took me to Disneyland a few times. They took me one time. I must have been seven or eight. Uh, Disney World or Disneyland? But both. Oh, more Disneyland. But Uh, I also that seems further. Why would you go like to California? I mean, we're in Kansas City. We're right in the middle. Oh, it's a pain in the ass to get to either one. So why would they take you to the shittier one? Because it's in California. Oh, had a lot of family down there. Ah, okay. It's different though. You know, it's a different experience. I've never been to that one. It just always seems jankier. It's older, yeah, and it's not as big. The one in Orlando is like a whole civilization. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. it's, it's a world. Yeah, a world is bigger than a land. That's for been sure. Hermetically proven. Anyways, I was at Disneyland, and we were getting on some, you know, one of one of many like train rides they have there, and I saw a guy with a Captain Hook shirt on, mm. and I was like, oh, Captain Hook, and then my mom like slaps me in the side of the head, and she's like, don't say that. And I was like, what? And I looked, and the guy also had a hook hand. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's He's leaning cool. in. He's, that's cool. He, he, that seems like a fun guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you've got it and you're going to Disneyland, why not have a sense of humor about it? Right. And then you run into Captain Hook, and you have a hook off. Yeah. Who's the top hooker? Yeah. <laughs> in Disneyland. <laughs> Who's the top hooker? Yeah. The... Uh, I've been to Disney The winner World. gets to Ben Smee over a barrel. I don't know. That guy could be like a psychopath. Smee? Oh, the, no. The guy with the hook hand. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he tries to trick little kids into saying... Well, at least he wasn't wearing a Donald Duck or Winnie the Pooh shirt and no pants. Yeah, I think that's frowned upon. <laughs> now. Back by in communist the, China. Back in the 90s, you could get away with it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> It's okay if you wear if you wear a, ch- a shirt and no pants but a diaper. Yeah, of course. Then people, you know, be like, "Oh, stop oppressing my sexuality." Right. You're not okay with ABDL. This is a medical diaper. I can't wear pants. Yeah. The third degree burns covering most of my body make it extremely uncomfortable to wear pants. This is a. It's like I can see your leg. You're not. You don't have third degree burns. Yeah, the miracles of science. Miracles of science. It's because I'm not wearing pants. If I wear pants, I would have chafed and kept those scars. For longer. It's like, do you think that you can look at people and judge them by their appearance? Yes. Yes, absolutely. 1,000%. That's that, the basis of understanding someone is like, wow, this person looks like a psychopath. Yeah. Some people figure it out and dress normal, and they're still psychopaths. Yeah. Plenty of them. They're that. the dangerous ones. They're the dangerous ones. But I love a good over-the-eyebrow number tattoo or something, because then I'm just like, oh, I don't want to talk to this person. 
I like the like under jaw tattoo that also goes up onto the cheek. Sure. Yeah. Really any facial tattoo. Top of head, skull, side of head. Uh there's a some some people can pull it off. I, I I like the face tattooed on a face. Sure. Like people get like a memorial or, or a lot of times it's like their their boyfriend. Yeah, on who, their face. Yeah, yeah, on their face. Or uh like the wrestler Vader who had like the head tattoo that was all like biomechanical red and black. Mm. And it was the same colors as his wrestling singlet. Red and black, good colors. Good colors for a wrestler, it's dynamic. Orange and black, any of the warm colors in black, yeah. really good yeah, together. Yeah. Go really well together. What does what does what does black go with in Magic: The Gathering? It goes with uh, red and blue, right? Or or, or green. I mean, you can put black with anything. Yeah, like a black green necromancy deck. I always loved a black green deck because you got big animals, and then you got. I'd always go creatures. With green and yeah. then all magic-y stuff with black. Because then you're just like zip-zapping, stealing life, instant killing. Black has a lot of like cheap mana that you can get yeah. through instants and interrupts. Dark Ritual talking about you. Um, did you just see recently that $40,000 worth of stolen magic cards were recovered in a police raid in Seattle? Wow. And then they laid all the cards out like it was a drug bust. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they were in cases uh, or binders. They, no, they were just like... Maybe in sleeves. Just rubber banded together. Possibly sleeves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they just laid all the cards out. and Those cards were all laced with fentanyl. Not enough fentanyl going around, if you ask me. Eh, no. That's what they give you for colonoscopies. Yeah? Yeah. Not enough xylazine out there right now. That's like the fentanyl's fentanyl, right? That's like trank or something. The one that just okay. like eats your body. Crocodile? Yeah. That's uh, fun. Trank, crocodile. I mean, you know, I have sympathy for these people, but also, can we just watch them kill each other on TV already? <laughs> like, can we just get some sort of like gladiator thing going? I think we talk about this every episode. I'm. A, I want it. I want to. I want. You got to give them bread and circuses. Give us the circuses, and then have like an online thing where you can like vote and give them upgrade. Like, pick your favorite fighter and don't. You know what I mean? Like a TikTok thing where you're like, I donate a galaxy to you, and so like now they have like forty thousand points, and they can buy a meal and like a a, a new sword hand or something. Sure. You sponsor your favorite homeless gladiator via TikTok. It's a billion-dollar industry. It might revive our entire economy. You vote economy. to see which one of them gets to shoot up before the battle. You give your guy the good stuff. You yeah. give your guy uh, Air Force-grade meth. You know what I mean? Sure, absolutely. The German stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And just let him out there. All right. Uh, you can have the Super Bowl of it. Every region could have like their supreme squad you know what i mean squad supreme yep and then you just make a new like sports or what what if instead you made them play sports we've we're tired of sports we've seen sports but they'd be really bad at the sports yeah but and it would be comical to watch them fail i want to see murder i want to see, see murder put it on ice uh put it on different terrain altogether okay sand uh uh, did you ever play the games, probably not, Mutant League Football or Mutant League Hockey for Sega Genesis? 
did they have a cartoon for this? I think so. Yeah, I think I they re- did a Mutant League cartoon. Rem- Very short-lived. I remember getting ready for school in the morning and watching some insane cartoon that I've never really been able to figure out. But yeah. like, there's like they had like back to tanks essentially. Like sure. if they got the main football guy or whatever got his arm ripped off in a match, like they could grow it back and like there's all or these... give him like a robot one or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like I forget, but I, I vaguely remember this, but I don't really but no, I never played they it. They made games for him for Sega, but they used like the Madden NFL engine for the football one and the the, the EA engine, like electronic arts. So they were like really like solid sports games. But then you were just like robots and trolls and aliens. It sounds like war skeletons. Hammer. A little bit, yeah. And you could like, but they had their own version just of that. Just kill called, the other team called Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl. Yeah, and you could be dwarves or something. That's a warhammer. Yeah, and okay. it was like literally football, but you have like blood. Yeah, they had they had a their bowl own, of blood. They had their own units, so like you couldn't just use regular orcs. Like you had orc- yeah, the special football orcs. Right. Yeah. Do they have like steroids in Warhammer? Um, they have Gork and Mork blessings, which essentially are steroids, probably. Okay, so Gork and Mork, those are separate beings, or it's one thing. Gork and Mork are the two green-skinned gods. Okay, uh, they do different things, but they are essentially the same thing. Okay, they fight each other a lot. Got it. And they're brothers, I think. Checks out. And the old Romulus and Remus. Yeah. But they're, you know, orc gods. And you can summon the foot of Gork or the foot of Mork. I forget which one. But in the game, like it's canon in the game, if you, if your weird boy pulls off the spell, like a big foot comes out of the sky and stomps on what you want it to stomp on. I wonder if you could harvest that foot's toe jam and use it to grant like a stat buff. I think it happens pretty quickly. Ah. Um... But maybe, maybe residual toe. Yeah, I mean, if it's a giant orc god, it's going to have some nasty feet. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, it comes down. It's not going to the Manny Petty. Stomps on something. And it might stomp on you because the orc gods are fickle and you have to roll a direction dice with it. So I want to make him stomp on Lego. <laughs> <laughs> just throw some Lego down and he stomps on it. That's just a big castle. To, to the god foot, the castle is just a Lego piece, you know? Oh, man. I stub. I didn't stub my toe. I stubbed my finger earlier. How do you do that? Just bumped it into something. Finger blasting. Finger blasting. Yep. Just bump into that pubic bone. Mm-hmm. That that bone bumps back, baby. <laughs> the bone bumps back. The bone bump back. It's just me and the bones bumping. Oh, one of our uh, loyal listeners, Grammy, broke his leg. Nice. He was wrestling with another one of the bouncers at the club that he works at. Grant. And he just like rolled over on his own leg. You fool. Right? What were you thinking? <laughs> You're not 20 anymore. That That's basically what he's saying. He's like, I've reached my peak. It's time to go downhill and do old man stuff. And he says the one takeaway. Breaking your leg at 40. He didn't break his femur. He broke the the fibula. Either way. The little one. Ah, your fibula's not that bad. The fibula's made to break before something else more important breaks. Sure. Yeah. It's more of an outrigger than a structural bearing mm. surface. But now he wants to take uh, steroids. But now he can't kick anything. Now he can't rollerblade. Yeah, he's pretty hobbled. He can't bounce people out of the bar. No. They would just like... Bounce him. Yeah, run away from him and laugh. Well, yeah, there's nothing sadder than a bouncer with a crutch. 
Can't bounce. Graham, you fool. You fool. You should have you should have asked for Mork and Orc's blessing. <laughs> you should write Mork and Orc on your boots. Boot machine broke. Mork, Mork and Gork. Mork and Gork. Mork and Mindy. Yeah, Mork and Gork. Nanu Nanu. And one is like more physical based and one is more magic based, but I forget which is who. Sure. Yeah, it's weird that orcs got like shamans and mages. That there were ones that were like chill enough to be like, all right, we're going to learn magic. Well, instead of just tearing apart livestock. The orc lore. Okay. It goes pretty, it goes way back to the old ones where they invented the. how long did it take us to find out Jack was autistic? <laughs> How many episodes? I think one, right? One, yeah, pretty quick. But the orc lore goes back to the old ones created the orcs to fight the Necrons. They were called something else, and they were way bigger, and they were, like, bad as fuck. But then they... And these these are Warhammer orcs, not yeah, yeah. like... No, these are Warhammer orcs. Not like Lord of the Rings orcs. Right. And so um, they were called Krorks. Krork. Yeah, Krorks. <laughs> And did someone just make this up? Yes. <laughs> yes, someone did just make this up. And they were like all biology. Then they didn't need them for like the celestial battles anymore. And so they just kind of devolved into like the stupid orcs. Okay. But they have a gestalt psychic ability. Yeah. That. Because they're created from divinity. Right. They have souls. Yeah. But they're mushrooms, people. They're like fungus. Interesting. And uh, but they have this like gestalt psychic energy to where they like for example they think uh, red makes you go faster. That's so, true. So they paint all their stuff red that they wanted to go faster, but because of their inherent their innate psychic ability, since they all believe red makes you go faster, it does actually make them go faster. So it's like a collective unconscious manifesting into reality. Yeah. Okay. And so, but they're too stupid to like really understand it, but just if they collectively believe... Not like like a human druid or warlock can... Yeah, but like, you know, they that's how a giant foot comes down is because they just get everybody to believe that that's what's going to happen. So they manifest that happening. Like yellow makes them shoot more. So it's like the self-help book, The Secret... Yeah. But on a cultural scale. Yeah. Okay. And so that's how they, well, and their fungal bodies, but that's how they can like get their heads ripped off and then they put it into like a giant orc machine body and it runs it flawlessly. Even though they shouldn't be able to build a spaceship or anything, they believe enough that they can and it works. I could see there being like a breakaway sect that was devoted to not believing in mm. it and undoing all of orc society by getting enough people to not believe. to not believe and they just pop out of existence that would theoretically work yeah yeah, yeah that's canon baby <laughs> head cannon god i love warhammer Nick but cannon. i refuse you know i'm not gonna play it ever no no that's way too much it's, i have in the past yeah it's more or less expensive than magic the gathering uh probably more okay but, like differently but I mean, they, they charge a lot for little plastic dudes. And then you got to put them together. And, and you got to paint, paint them and, and build like dioramas for them to fight in. Most nerd stores have not that have terrain. But oh, that's you, nice. You got to buy your shit and paint it. Yeah. 
It's a lot of work. Do it's, people generally paint all their own stuff? Is that kind of like, if you don't paint your own stuff, are you ostracized? I don't think so. Is that a taboo? I don't think so. Because there's, you know, people, some people that are just better at it. And so sure. you can find some. And you pay them. Yeah, you just find some nerd to do it for you. And to then, trick out your phalanx. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit less honor in it, maybe, but I don't think anybody's going to give you shit. I will. Yeah, I'm, I'm here to gatekeep a culture all, I know nothing about. All your models are just like gacked up with paint, and you're like, you you paid someone for those though. You didn't actually do it. Yeah, well, paint, paint one for me right now. Let's see. <laughs> I got I got paints right here. You won't. You want a fine grain horse hair? Yeah, I got that brush. But what's happening a lot now in the culture? Okay, is 3D printing, oh. and uh, they're not game official i don't think you could use them in a tournament per se but most people would be like yeah. wait there are warhammer tournaments yeah of course of course how couldn't there be um that's almost as dumb as a pinball tournament probably dumber because it takes way longer um and what like multiple days i'm probably okay because there are pinball tournaments that take multiple days. I would have to imagine. I, I don't. I've, I really know nothing about it. I just know that they exist. But, yeah. Uh, I would have to imagine it takes a couple days. It be. It must be so much fun to be into that and like smoke meth, so you can stay up for oh, like yeah. three or four days straight just playing Warhammer. I'm sure it smells amazing in there. Oh, so good. <laughs> Meth and BO. But yeah, a lot of people are 3D printing like proxies. Like they're, they're, they're you know what they are. They're yeah. really close to what the original model is, but they're also different. Like I saw some uh, orc models today. They're Snaga Boys, which are beast handling, kind of like caveman y. Uh, so the Snaga is the beast? And I they're guess. The boys that have the Snaga? I guess. Or okay. they snag things. Sure, sure. But they were all naked and loinclothy, but these these orcs were caked up. They had big old booties on them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't usually see orc butt. They're usually covered with like tattered cloth or something. Okay. But this guy had orc butt. So what you're saying is with the 3D printing era, we're going to see a lot more tits and ass in these Warcraft miniatures. Uh, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because the officially licensed ones, they're not going to... They're not going to sex it up like that. They're a family company. Yeah, they don't really... I mean, the sisters... Yeah. Some of those Slanesh demons are pretty sexy. Yeah. Sounds sexy. I got my dick at like half mast just hearing about them. Yeah, the Slanesh demons are all kind of like temptuous and sexy. They're like succubi. Yeah, kind Sirens. Of, they're all pink and purple and sexy That's how you can know and, they're girls. Yeah, and... They have like long tongues and uh, they're they're kind of, the the Slanesh demons are kind of sexy. You heard it here first, people. Slanesh no, demons no are sexy. Nurgle demons are not sexy. No, no, they don't. Uh, come on, that's Nurgle demons. They look like Mucinex guys. Yeah, it sounds like my balls. Yeah, <laughs> the Nurgles. <laughs> Oh, I got hit in the Nurgles. Oh, right. In the, that's like something they'd say in like a <laughs> 90s kids action movie. Oh, I got him right in the Nurgles. Let's go find Grandpa. He's the grandfather of disease. Nurgles. N well, Nurgle. Yeah. Nurglings are his minions, but Nurgle is the grandfather of disease. Wasn't that the, wasn't that the kitten in Garfield, the great kitten that Garfield hated, Nurgle? No, that was... Um, 
Oh, Nermol. Nermol. Which is also a weird name. But you know what? I hated that cat when I was a kid. Yeah, Garfield was always trying to put him in a box and send him to Abu Dhabi. Yeah. But it never worked. No, he would always come back. You always seem normal. You're just like, get fucked. You're get so, fucked. You'd kick him sometimes, Yeah, though. you're just like, ugh, you're so weak and stupid. They're like, fuck, we've done 793 strips where he kicks Odie. What do we do? we got to make it fresh. Oh, kick a kitten instead. Normal. Normal. It's like obnoxiously cute. People love cats, man. There's no cultural touchstone that was Garfield. Like, no one, like, Garfield had its heyday. And they kind of tried to bring it back here and there, but like it's not. I mean, it's it's still like five year olds still know who Garfield is. Like Do little they? kids today still know who Garfield is. They rebooted enough. Like it's never going to be what it was in the heyday, but like they rebooted enough, and it's still in uh, comic this- strips. And parents will give Garfield to their kids. Will they? It'll it'll fade away. I don't think that it'll ever be like how it was. I Same mean, with Ninja Turtles. Ninja, I mean, Ninja Turtles has stayed a lot more relevant than Garfield. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. You don't see like a Viewers suction call cu- in. You don't see a suction cupped paw Garfield in the back. I had one of those of a car in anymore. my car. There's that, or like a Garfield head alarm clock, where the nose is the the snooze button. Mm. Had one of those, or a Garfield clock radio. You're These are old, all things that I had. You're just a real Garfield head. Yeah, gar heads. Yeah, that's what we call it. They call us lasagna heads. Lasagna heads. Which I don't like. How many cats did that comic strip kill? With people thinking it'd be cool to feed their cats lasagna, you know? Cats don't like lasagna. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of cats will eat just about anything. That I don't. Is, I don't that think that is I, canonically not I, true about cats. Is that they? They're widely known as picky eaters. No, I'm saying some cats. I've seen cats that'll just eat anything that you have. Hmm. Like a dog. Like a dog. That might have been cat dog. That that was a weird cartoon. Yeah, right? I didn't like it. I was too old for it. Yeah, same. I was like, this is seems... more of an ah real monsters kid. Oh, yeah. Which I one feel, was... I feel like that might be analogous to that show. In like, you know, in a different like cat dog was the ah real monsters. Of the time where we were a little too old. Okay. Yeah. Our Real Monsters, they should make a live action movie with that. I would watch that. Or, you know, like really good CGI. Not animation, but like yeah. CGI, AI. Could be good like Claymation. That would be a really good Claymation movie. Yeah. Because yeah. you could really get the like the visceral physicality of the Ariel Monsters. Right. I always like that they could like see your visions or whatever, like strap you into that chair and see how you haunted. See what you were afraid of. See how you haunted someone. Oh, right, right. The monsters. Yeah, yeah. It was like an overhead projector. Right. But through the monster's eyes. The one held his eyeballs in his hands and walked around. Crumb. Crumb, that's right. He could throw them yeah. and see where the eyeballs were. But then a dog would like pick it up like it was a tennis ball and run away mm. with it. Yeah, he was scary. Like, if he walked into my apartment right now, I'd be like, what the fuck? But he wasn't like worrisome. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I could kill that guy. <laughs> yeah, you'd be what the fuck and then just punt him. <laughs> yeah. But the other two, boy, I don't want to encounter those things. Well, but they're they're adolescents. They're tween monsters. So, like, they haven't grown into the full... They haven't gone through monster puberty yet. Well, they show Crumb's uncle, and he's just a bigger Crumb. Yeah. Or maybe it was his dad, but he was just, like, a bigger Crumb. It wasn't... Still, I don't want to encounter him, but 
But you could take him. Doesn't seem he's not going to turn into a snake and wrap me up. He's not going to grow ten feet tall. He's just going to smell bad and be a weird hairy little man. That was his power. Was that he smelled bad through his armpits, right? And farting and belches. Yeah, like I will still stab you. He was the fat guy. He was the fat guy. He wasn't fat, but he was like fat coated. He was the fat. He was the fat guy. Yeah, he was a fat Jew. (laughs) He was really hairy. Uh, Crumstein. <laughs> Crumb Crumstein. Crumberg. Crumb Crumberg. Yeah. Uh Ariel Monsters. Hey Arnold. Never liked that one. Yeah, me neither. Never it was too old. It was it was it, I recognize that it's good, but I didn't like it. Same. D- Doug already held that place in my heart. Yeah. It's like who's this Doug? This weird Doug. This weird football headed Doug. Yeah, there's a lot of those shows that just never did it for me because yeah. I got into uh, drinking beer and yeah. throw and lighting stuff on fire. Right, trying to meet girls. No, no, <laughs> not not yet. Just mostly really into like lighting stuff on fire and drinking beer. Yeah, what kind of stuff would you light on fire? Well, I grew what, up, what what was the wildest thing you ever set on fire? Ooh, almost burned the island down. I okay, grew, I grew up on an island and. Rhode Island. In Rhode Island. Mm. Uh, the whole thing's not an island. No. Why do they call it Rhode Island then? It's bullshit. I don't know. Um, get get your get your shit together, New England. But I, I, I grew up on an island in Narragansett Bay, and we had old World War II forts, and uh, I would, me and my buddies would make Molotov cocktails frequently and take them down to the World War II forts and go down to the bunkers and the tunnels and all that stuff and just huck a Molotov cocktail down uh, an ammunition depot okay. hall, hallway. Just a, It's all cement. There's nothing to really, you know what I mean? Nothing's really going to no, happen. No, no munitions and no, it's old just, tinder down there. It's no, just a it's concrete just, hallway. Just a concrete. Yeah, I've been, I've been in those forts before. Bunker. They got some up in uh, Whidbey Island. Sure, yeah. And so those are our playground. We'd play paintball there all the time. We'd go light stuff on fire. We'd get drunk. One time, there was like one summer where... Our buddy Pierre, he worked at... Was he French? Uh, just a name. Just named Pierre. He was the he was the dork of the group. But for some reason... And I was the youngest one in the group. But I could tell that Pierre was the semi-unliked dork. Yeah. He was Pro- the pariah. Prone the to spazzing. And he worked at a marina. And so we had access to some boats. Sure, sure. And we had access to walkie-talkies and so get some gear yeah so one summer we went down to the marina shack and we got some walkie-talkies and we we take them back no one ever knew sure but we would go out on missions and so there was this place on the island called fort weatherall and it was all this it's the fort you know what i mean and there's parts that are all overgrown but we all we all knew the sweet party spots oh sure and it's a big uh, tourist island in the summer and just like so like the population doubles in the summer yeah and so there were some tourist kids that would go party at our places and we were like nah and so we got four dudes we split up into two groups we had two paintball guns and two walkie talkies locals only pussies yeah and so we split up into two groups and flanked 
parties and would like coordinate over walkie talkies <laughs> and then just start shooting into the party with our paintball guns from two different positions yeah. and like everybody just starts freaking out and they just take off running well, they scatter and they just leave all their booze behind oh not and bad we, we take all their booze there's one summer we did we fucking fucked up like three or four parties so yeah you definitely can't wait for the apocalypse hey i'm i'm prepped yeah you're <laughs> fucking ready to kill people and take their stuff yeah i was i've been practicing yeah since no, I was a jesus kid. christ <laughs> but, oh man it was so fun just they're like, like using tactics just to hear them just like like because they're getting shot they don't know what the fuck yeah no happening. and you hear fucking like gunfire and from people are exploding with paint yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, ah! you start running but you're running in the direction of the other gunfire so mm-hmm. you just get lit up well, it would kind of like position so they would leave through the way they came in more yeah. flush them out gotcha but uh you get fucking paint all over your nice polo shirt <laughs> your yeah, boat shoes we steal their beer and vodka and stuff your fucking boone's farm mm. there was one time you know what a pump out boat is no um it's a it's like a honey bucket truck but for, oh yeah yeah but it, pump, for, it pumps out shit for boats and yeah stuff. yeah and so that was pierre's job is he ran the pump out boat and so he had to take that out on someone at some point yeah i mean you get good tips running those things yeah i guess so especially as a kid oh but, yeah but people uh, feel sorry for you yeah hot summer day and you're pumping out their shit they duke you like 20 40 bucks right you go to eat an otter pop and you just get like shit in it because they're rich residue uh so he had access to that and so one time we took a whole gang of us got in the pump out boat and took it over to the next island which is like a ritzier island sure sure and uh we pulled up to a bar that had a dock and my buddy rob who could grow a beard at like 14 goes up into the bar he's like 16 but he looks like he's 25 sure sure and so he goes into the bar and he starts flirting with a couple girls and he's telling them hey i got a boat come check out my boat blah, blah. you know what I mean? <laughs> it's the shit boat and then he, they, he gets these girls to walk back down the dock and he's walking in front of them and then i'm on the boat and i i look like a child sure and it's a shit boat <laughs> and so there's like four of four dudes and like four dudes including like an actual child me on yeah. the boat and uh and it's full of liquid feces yeah it might have been empty but uh they know what it is and yeah, they they yeah. see it they just turn around and just like these women are like actually in their 20s yeah and they see what the situation is and they just turn around and like go back which is the only if they did come with us that would have been insane are they going to groom you they're like yeah i always wanted to fuck a child on a shit boat <laughs> i always wanted to fuck a 14 year old couldn't wait to can't wait to scratch this one off my bucket list I never thought the dick. Could you reverse the nozzle on the shit boat so instead of sucking the shit out, you could like spray it? Yeah, you got to empty it out somehow. Damn. Uh, That's deadly. And then those same docks on the water there over in Newport, uh, some other friends of mine in the fall when the sea- tourist season was over, they'd go scuba dive underneath all those docks and pick up so many wallets and oh, ra- sure. rings and bracelets and watches and just drunk people dropping shit yeah. right under the dock. IUDs. Yeah, and they'd go get like all sorts of earrings and bracelets and sunglasses and all sorts of stuff. Damn, we should go back there. Yeah. We could get some, get some primo stuff. Gravity still exists. It hasn't changed. Yeah. 
I don't know how popular those areas are, but undoubtedly there is some treasure there. Also, in that same area, Newport, Rhode Island, the in the 1700s, I think, probably, or maybe possibly sure, checks out. late 1600s, but at least 1700s. Uh, that's the, the, on goat Island, they hung like 13 or they hung the most amount of pirates ever hung in one day there. How long do you think a hanging takes? A couple minutes. A couple minutes. They hung a child pirate too. It's like an event though, right? Like people tailgate to a hanging and it's like. Especially a hanging of the, we're like, we're hanging like 15 people all at the same time. And it's people they hate because it's pirates. Yeah. Well, they were, they were fine with these pirates, but what happened was they, I uh, I think the pirates like attacked a uh, American ship or they they attacked somebody they weren't supposed to attack. Sure. And then it got like. Up hanging time. uh, uh, Uh-uh-uh. Didn't say the magic word. Yeah, there's a whole area over there. I that's pretty cool. It's just like it's been basically the same since inception. There's like and there's an alley. So they still hang a lot of people there. Yeah. Nice. And there's like an alley over there off Thames Street. Not Tim's Street, Thames Street. Thames, yeah. And uh called Blood Alley. And there used to be like all sorts of bars and brothels up there, but like it's this narrow little alley and for sure, period. For sure, people full have been of blood. stabbed and murdered in that alley by pirates. Yeah, if your buddy's like, "Oh, meet me in Blood Alley," I know exactly. Yeah, I yeah, could, I could take be you like, there. we could meet in a different alley, please. Alley Abrams, Alley Oop, <sighs> Oy vey. Alley Oop's a good play. Is it a play? Oh, yeah, the alley-oop. That's when somebody throws the ball oh, up oh, to oh. another person. I thought you meant a theatrical performance. I would watch a theatrical performance I'm about spe- alley-oops. I'm mostly th- talking about the caveman. Oh, yeah, yeah, from the from the newspaper comics, right? In the song, yeah. In the song? There's a song. What's the song? Uh, alley-oop, oop, alley-oop, oop. It's about the comic strip, but it's like from like the fifties or something. I don't think I know that like, song. He's the toughest man there is alive. <laughs> the only caveman song that I know is the Flintstones theme song. Where's a wildcat hide? L U O. What other ca- famous cartoon cave? Captain Caveman. You remember the Hanna Barbera oh, sure. one? Yeah. He kind of sucked. Yeah, I was all right with him. He was okay. He had a kid. Yeah. It was like Cousin It. He was just like covered in a ball of hair. But he had a big Jew nose. He did have a big... They had to have something. Some facial feature. Like like the eyes, nose, mouth. Yeah. I don't really know what he did, but he was a caveman and seemed to have some sort of magical He has a superpower. He would would yell his name and like swing his club into the air and go flying. One would think... Kind of like a Thor flight. he might actually be the father of Bam Bam because Bam Bam had supernatural strength. And where the fuck did that come from unless Betty is banging Captain Caveman? Yeah, it's not coming from Barney. No. That guy's a Barney. Yeah. Bam Bam, he could lift a car up. I like how Bam Bam only said his own name. He was autistic. Yeah. He thought he was a Pokemon. <laughs> That's how autistic he was. It's like in 70 years, you guys are going to get this. I just went back to Rhode Island Okay. I think my nephew is autistic. I told my mother this. What are the signs? I have not told my sister this because that seems 
I'll just let her figure it out. Sure. I planted the seed with my she, mother. She may... That's a job for your mom. You're right. That's not a job for you to have that conversation yeah. with your sister, but you... Uh, but he is... Got the ball rolling. He's obsessed with trains. Like, <sighs> obsessed with trains. That that's that's maybe the number one indicator. I told my mom that she was like, "That's not a thing." Then I sent her like a Harvard News article about autism and trains. Why do autistic people like trains? I think th- I briefly read the article, and I don't know if I because they generally don't like loud noises, right? It's s- watching things spin is apparently what's appealing to them. And Interesting. The orderliness of a train track, and like it's the only place the train can go, and like timetables and stuff is just all very orderly, and they like that. Okay. And so this kid's also obsessed with like counting and uh, organizing coins, and um, he's not very good at writing yet, but he can count really good, and he, his fine motor skills are really good. Um, those are those are the men that built this civilization. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's he's really smart. He's really capable. It's he's he's a high functioning retard. Sure. But uh I think he's got the tism. Maybe not. Maybe he just likes loves trains. But loves trains. He's obsessed with trains. Does he like Thomas or like like real trains? I don't think he knows Thomas yet. Yeah. But this is also how I know he's super autistic is his favorite type of train, the Excella. I mean, the fact that he has a favorite type of train. <laughs> and he's four. Yeah. But the, he, my sister will take him down to the train station there. To just watch the train come and go? Because they tell you when they're coming and going. So they'll just go down there to watch them go zoom and buy at like 150 miles an hour or whatever they do. That's a really common crossword puzzle clue. Excella? Excella, yeah. Because hmm. you got a lot of A's and E's. Yeah. Common letters. That's the whole thing is uh, crossword ease. Yeah. Words that are not commonly used in, you know, conversation, but that they fit really well in crossword puzzles as filler. Maybe well, I'm autistic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I bought him a RC excavator. And when he's a op- perfect present, when he opened it, his eyes went so big and he was like, oh my God. God, this looks like it's something I want exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, cool, man. (laughs) All right. Uncle Jack. Yeah. Uh, Jacking off. I got some, I got some quality uncle time in. Did you, did you, uh, did you toss him around? No, my sister, I started, I kind of, we were, we went for a walk one time and there was snow and we're throwing snowballs and I was picking up like huge chunks of snow and like obviously not hitting him with it, but like throwing it near him. Yeah. Yeah. And then one point I picked him up and just like dumped him in a snow bank and my, he was like, no, no, no. And my sister was like, when he says no, we, we stopped doing what we're doing. Wow. What progressive uh, consensual parenting. All right, fine. And then he, he, we, there was not really any rough housing. Yeah. But I can rough house with Sonnets uh you so much. Another year or two. How old is he? He just turned four. Yeah, okay. Another year or two. Yeah, yeah. Uh but I just bought him a little battery powered Excella train for his train tracks. Oh sick. And it has like a little man that sits in it. And so he, he like is obsessive about building these train tracks in their living room. Yeah. And but he doesn't really put our train on. He just likes building the tracks, 
And so now I got him a little battery powered train that'll zoom around. He's like, no, I don't like it. I just like the tracks. We'll see. We'll see. No, he'll like it. It moves on. He doesn't have to move it. You know what I mean? He just, yeah, yeah. No, I, I've yeah. seen a model train before. Yeah. I bet you have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sick. That's that's autistic grandpas or just those model train nerds down yeah, in the, like, their whole basement is just like yeah a hillside with a town and a tunnel and yeah they sit in the middle of like the plank tables with uh with the hat and the overalls on and the wooden whistle that's gotta have the wooden whistle yeah i don't feel like i could derive much i could get i can i can have fun building it but i feel like once i built it i'd be like i am bored with this now yeah. but you like watching warhammer so like yeah. It's just manifested in different ways. Yeah, but it's not the same. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, I don't think I could watch the same train track for 15 years. Oh, yeah. Well, they keep changing it. Do they? I think so. Yeah, they're constantly making improvements. We're getting new trains to Getting run new up, trains. Which, again, I was like, it's this, It's just a train. Oh, the, the, the mobster in Sopranos was into trains. Bobby what? Bacala. Oh, that's right. And he got killed at the train store in front of his kid. That's right. Yeah. Mm, trains don't pay. Autistic. A life of train. Man, they really tackled a lot of things way ahead of the social curve. Gay gangsters. Gay gangsters, autistic gangsters, gangsters in therapy. Yeah. What do you think about this idea? Shoot. Life is like a yin-yang. Box of chocolates. Okay, go ahead. Life's like a yin-yang. One side's gay, the other side's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about uh, making merch that just has that on it, but it says gay and retarded. <laughs> you should uh, you should open your feature set next Thursday with that joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to argue with, though. Like, well, I agree, but you shouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, oh, I got this new joke about chess. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, you're not autistic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dan Berlin is gone. I got to pick up the slack. Yeah. Yeah. We should do a, a phone cast with him. I bet his voice sounds even better over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> What's your chess joke? Oh, I was played uh, junior varsity chess all four years. I was terrible at chess, but I had the best chess <laughs> nicknames. They called me the knight. Oh, I think I've heard this joke. Because yeah. every move I take is an L. <laughs> they call me the king because I'm basically useless and a huge liability to everyone around me. They call me the bishop because my penis comes off my body at a 45-degree angle. <coughs> I like it. Yeah, I get, it's a, it gets a big pop. <laughs> then I have some, like, canned crowd responses that I do. What that, are those? Uh, sometimes if a person doesn't like it, he's like he doesn't like it, but he can't disagree that it's a ch it's an accurate chess joke. Because yeah, you can sometimes see like a dude is into chess because he looks like an old nerd or a young nerd. He looks nerdy, and then he's like, mm, <clears throat> makes a face. What about a lot of people say? Hang on. <clears throat> I was trying to do a part about how it's like how I learned about racism. Oh, yeah. Because it's black versus white, white goes first. But then I remembered that was a joke that I heard from a comic in Denver mm. like 10 years ago, and I just like incepted it into my brain. It happens. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, I can't do that. 
you know, they say transgenderism goes back to the dawn of man. It's been with us forever. It's just Western ideology has crept in to create this binary that men and women are the only two options. Okay. But I learned by playing chess that that's true, that that trans has existed forever because in chess, the queen is the most powerful person and there's no way a woman could be that powerful. That's obviously just a man. <laughs> <laughs> It took you a while to get there, but it's pretty good. It's the original women in sports. I think. I, I think transgender. Women I think the sports, king and queen yeah. of chess are the original drag queen and king because the king is the most useless one and the queen is the most powerful one. I love the. I love the double transgender couple. <laughs> yeah, to where they're just straight again. Yeah, basically. The, well, I'm not gonna name, but yeah. Yeah. Now, Andy makes that joke. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Andy. Which, wouldn't it be funny if Andy wasn't also their dead name? <laughs> Maybe. It, makes it, it makes it easier that way if you've got like a... A boy-girl name. A boy-girl name, yeah. Morgan, Taylor. There, there, there's a lot Andy. of names that were boy names that are now more often girl names. Like I meet way more female Charlies. Then mm. I do male Charlies. We got that one male Charlie around here. I know I know two male Charlies, and I know like six female Charlies. I don't know. What's the full name for Charlie? Charles. Well, yeah, but I mean for women. Probably Char- Charlene. Oh, Charlene, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Charlemagne. I was trying to get my sister to name. She's She took another hot load in her and let it. She loves cream pies. My sister loves cream pies. She's got another cream pie if somebody says to you, Gestating uh, we're right trying now. to get pregnant, it just means that they're taking a lot of cream pies. That is what that means. That is what that means. It means she, their pussy is probably dripping with cum Oh, I was right talking then. about gay dudes. Oh. <laughs> trying, to get bo- trying to get boy pregnant? Yeah. And That's, they're, and they're what, hot pussy. Is that AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my sister, though, she took another hot load, and she's pregnant again. And Got a bun in the oven. Yeah. And she... I was trying to, you know, we're talking about names. Sure. And I was like, in my family, the name William is a very popular name. Sure. A billion Williams. Billion Williams. And um, I was like, what about Willametta? And she was like, like, "Mm." I was like, you call her Billy. She was like, ooh, I do like that. But I would just call her, I would just name the kid Billy. I was like, you can't name the kid Billy. You got to stick with Willametta. Or Wilma. Or Wilma, but or Willamette, or Willamette, sure. Yeah, I don't think Willametta is a name. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I don't think so. That's Henrietta, huh? I don't think no. Willamette is not a name. I'm. I can we Google it? You got to. You got to. I'm like. Okay, it's. We'll see. Google it by saying what is the full name of Billy with an I E. That way we don't. Preference it or uh, contaminate it. Jay is Googling away. Googling away. Uh, it says the full name of Billie Eilish is Billie Eilish Pirate Baird O'Connell. It's not what you were asking, but that's good information. Yeah, pirate God. <laughs> like six her, names. Let's okay. name her Pirate. 
All of these are just about Billie Eilish, so. Wow. I feel like God had other plans for that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so you, she wants she wants to like stolen valor the name Billy. I mean, she doesn't. I was trying to convince her. She had, she doesn't know what it's going to be. Is I was also gonna, trying is it to be a girl. We think we don't know because my sister's not going to get blasted with. Well, I guess she is getting blasted with the uh, sonogram, but she doesn't know. She likes the surprise. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What was Billie Holiday's full name? I'll look that up. There we go. It's uh, still Black History Month. Billie Holiday, born Eleonora Fagan. That's not. Helpful. She made the right choice to go yeah. with Billie Holiday. <laughs> uh, legendary jazz singer Eleonora Fagan huh. really rolls off the tongue. You know that Fagan makes a good yogurt, though. That's Faye. Faye. Faye Fage. Fage. Yeah. People people would call it faggy. Yeah. And they're trying to be edgy. They're like, whoa, that's what I thought it was called. Dude, I fucking thought this was called. Dude, I'm Greek. That's what it's called. Uh, I I was a Chobani head for a long time. I still sure. still rep the Cho, yeah. but uh, I will say the faggy yogurt is superior. Uh, you know what is the goat is Costco Greek yogurt. I'm not. I don't have access to that. Yeah. Well, you're a, you're a peasant. But don't they? I mean, that's. Just I mean, some, it's it's the same. It's but just it's somebody like else. It, it, it it's a way bigger tub of yogurt for six bucks now we're talking yeah that's why it's goaded do you it's, it's the same thing i gotta talk to eric jones and get me some sort of sly membership i just oh. want to go like once a year but that's not true i, I just can't yeah, have... we, we, we have the membership but like we don't have a big enough family or consume enough that's stuff to really to take advantage you, you of can it. come with me sometime please i think maybe everyone has to have a costco card i think they've maybe cracked down oh really no that, that can't be true you gotta have a guest yeah. pass we should go we should do a, a a jerks cast from costco get eric on set up a, set up a booth like we're handing something out yeah we should get eric on the podcast that, we definitely should why haven't we had him on the podcast yet he's like the funniest guy he's very funny i think he's the most underrated comic in seattle uh, besides me yeah i think so <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm equally. I think I'm fairly rated. Who's the most overrated comic in Seattle? <sighs> we getting real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say it, Chris Mejia. Oh, <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> Chase keeping his nose clean. We're almost an hour in. If you're listening to this and you know who Chris Mejia is, tell Chris Mejia. Fucking tell him. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way this is going to come back to bite you in the ass. <laughs> I mean, even if it does, like I'll tell him to his face. I don't know. That guy's been go. a jerk to me since I moved here. Yeah, that, that's that's in character. I, 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 tol- I, you know, I'm neutral. If sure. I if I had a faction rating with him, it would be neutral. But uh, sure. Uh, no, yeah. no open borders trade relationship. Who's the most overrated female comic here? <laughs> We don't actually need to do this. <laughs> I have my answer, but that's a whole can of worms. Okay, we'll talk off the cast. Okay. So, you so, know my answer. Subscribe to the Patreon. Ooh, see, yeah. We should get a Patreon where we just gossip. Or you name names. <laughs> who, would, who would be a good guest for the hot goss? Hot goss who would guess. Who would get us information that we don't know? You have, an, a, you have a surprising amount of internal politics. Oh, I have, so, I have so much information. Yeah. I have sources. I know. I have I'm, little birds that whisper in my ear. How do you achieve that? 
A, a, a gentleman doesn't kiss and tell. <laughs> Not on the cast. Fair enough. Well, All right. We'll start a Patreon. We'll divulge. Dark yes, I, I have a price. It's yeah. $5 a month. There you go. You heard it here. All right. Bye.